Dear friends, good morning. This is Pastor Moore from Eden Gospel Workers Ministry with your morning devotion. Our topic for this morning, tell it as it is. David, he spent a great while living with Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah, that he had arranged to kill. These months were not beautiful months for David. They were not comfortable months. During these times, he suffered on the strict conscience of the wicked act that he carried out. God, in his tender love for David, decided to send the prophet to help him. Yes, friends, in the midst of our worst time caused by our sinning, God is still reaching out to us. In 2 Samuel chapter 12, it reads, The Lord sent Nathan unto David, and he sent unto he came unto him and said unto him, There are two men in one city, the one rich, the other poor. The rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing, save one little ewe lamb which he had bought and nourished up. And it grew up together with him and with his children. It did eat at his own meat and drank of his own meat, but lay in his bosom and was unto him as a daughter. And yet there came a traveler unto the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd to dress for the wayfare man that was come unto him. But he took the poor man's lamb, dressed it for the man that was come unto him. And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord liveth, the man that hath done this thing shall surely die. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. And Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. When David received this message from the prophet Nathan, his response is very important. Now, David immediately acknowledged that he is the man. David said in 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 13, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord have also put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. Do you know, friends? David was to die. David was to face the death penalty. But he told it as it was. He confessed his sin immediately. He did not sought for excuse. Now many will say, listen, Saul's sin was just a little one, but yet still God rejected him. And look at David's great sin. The difference is to tell it as it is. When the prophet came to Saul, Saul found so many excuses. Do you know that whatever you excuse, you're keeping it and you're giving more power to it? David acknowledged right away because that is the sinner. 
He was, did not care about the consequences. He just knew that he had wrong, and whatever the consequences are, he was willing to bear them. Verse 14 gave the warning, Because by this deed there was given great occasions to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. This reminds me so much about salvation. Yes, friends, Uriah is dead. He was the one to require the life of David. And so there was no one on earth who could, but God himself. Indeed, the wages of sin is death. Someone had to die. And so, friends, the child died instead. This is so salvific. When we should die for our sins, Jesus came on this earth, born as a babe, grew up, and died in our place. That's what happened for David. The child faced death in his place. You see, friends, God is not partial. God is a just God, and justice must be carried out at all points. Yes, David, though he faced the cup of which he created, still gained mercy from the Lord. You might be wondering, how is this possible? Let's see, friends of mine. David tells us in Psalm 32, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputed not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. When I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me, my moisture is turned into drought of summer. Then in verse 5 he went on to say, I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgression unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Dear friends, we must bear in mind that prosperity come when we confess our sins, when we tell it as it is. The longer we hide it, the more deadly it is becoming. The more we keep it, it is the more it is the, the venom of it is being festered. Remember, when you hide it, God has no power over it. But when you acknowledge it, you are telling God that he is to take control. He is to set you free. Listen to David's confession. This psalm, Psalm 51, has become the favorite of many. Yes, it was written because of his situation with Bathsheba. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity, and cleanse me from sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. David went on in verse 9 to say, 
Hide not thy face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. I love verses 10, 11, and 12. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation and uphold me with thy right spirit. Dear friends, certainly God set David free. He set him free from the sin, but he didn't set him free from the result of the sin. He didn't set him free from the consequences. We must understand that the true confession of sin comes from a heart that is sorrow for hurting God. Not sorrow because of the consequences, but sorrow because God is hurt. Are you truly sorry for your sins? Are you keeping unconfessed sins that are causing your bones to go dry? No red blood cells are being produced. Life is going. Then friends, freedom comes from true confession. Heavenly Father, be with your people today and may you help us to put at your feet all our wicked ways, all our sinful ways, so that you can continue to bless us. Have mercy on us as we seek to walk in your way. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my friends. And please remember, tell it as it is. For that's the only way that God can rescue you from the venom of sin.